Hey everybody, welcome back or welcome to Crushing It. I'm your host Rob and Crushing It is just a podcast where I get to talk to all of my friends about how they crush, who they're crushing on, and play a lot of fun games in between. Ah, I can't wait for you to get to this episode. This episode we have none other than David Luna. Oh my god, you guys, I love David. I've known David for three, four years. I've been able to call David a friend. David is just an amazing person, an amazing storyteller, and has some of the craziest, like, worst dates I've ever heard. This is a great episode. David keeps you on your toes. You just want to hear what happens next with every story. Ugh. You guys are going to fall in love with David. You guys are going to crush on him. Slide in his DMs. Make him feel the love that you have for him. Show it to him. Do me a favor, like, subscribe, rate, review, comment, send this to a friend, send this to your crush. Other than that, you guys, I just want you to get into David. You're going to love him just as much as I love him, and it's just an amazing episode. Let's just get to the episode. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a, got a. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a, got a. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a, got a. I got a crush on you. Hey everybody, we have David V. Luna, David Luna in the studio right now. David is an actor, performer, writer. He was in the Bob Curry uh, showcase at uh, Second City Hollywood. That's correct. David's a great friend. David's funny. David's handsome. You guys are going to love David. Start crushing on David right now because you're going to be in love by the end of this episode. David, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. David, I just want to cut the bullshit. Uh-oh. David, uh, how do you crush? Um, pretty hard. Um, I hate that I'm going to say this because it's going to make me sound like a real L.A. person, but I'm an Aries, mm-hmm. which is a fire sign, so I come out pretty hot and heavy pretty late i lay it all on like i let you know pretty much like hey i like you i have a crush on you i want to get to know you better and unfortunately i usually crush on people who hate hearing that where it's like cool i don't want anything to do with you now that was a lot of information and then i have to learn how to just pull it back you know what i'm saying wait wow so like that's i've almost like never like we rarely have that in the studio someone who just is like straightforward so if your crush oh. is in the room you're you're just gonna say it or- oh absolutely even if i'm interested in someone um it annoys my roommate Paige a lot the um also ever- Paige is in the room listening a future guest um has have you had jacqueline Uwe on before not yet she okay. is where yeah we are scheduling perfect um I bring her up because there was this one time where she and I were talking about relationships and I was at a point where I was like, I just don't want to date anymore. I don't want to try anymore. Not because I felt like hopeless. I was just like, I just want to be me and, and that's it. And we were in line to get coffee and I was going on and on about like, no more. This is dumb. I'm tired of boys. And I looked up and the guy working the counter was real cute. <laughs> and so I looked at Jacqueline and I, I went, after this one, after this one, everything I, I just said, and she was so annoyed and we got our coffee. I did some small talk with him and then we went to go sit down and we were there for a while and Jackie was like, oh, I'm so done with you. And then I was like, let me know when we leave because I want to go give him my number. And she was like, oh, you're ridiculous. So I wrote down my number and I folded it up <laughs> and I went to go uh, hand it to him and he had a cup of coffee in his hand with like on a saucer 
I was like, hey, I just, I think you're real cute. And I don't live in this area, but I'd love to give you my number. And he was like, uh, hang on a second. And he picked up the cup of coffee and it was his number on it. And they were like, I know this wasn't your coffee, but I was going to come give it to you. And my number what? was under the cup. Yeah. It was, it was great. It was a great that moment. That is so cute. It was pretty cool. <laughs> like dream scenario. I mean, listen, here's the reality of it. We went on a couple dates and, uh, he's great to hang out with, but like nothing, you know, but that's still a good moment to have. That was a great moment. Uh, I just felt so dumb because I was like, oh, no more boys. This is it. This is the last one. And I, and that's the other thing with me and crushing. I'm such a sucker. I'm just like, it takes one, just one look. And I'm like, that one. Like, I'll be with Paige. And she was like, that's what you said two people ago. And I'm like, I know. I'm ridiculous. It's probably some deep down insecurity stuff I'm not addressing. But but also, you're, you say you're giving up on it, but you're not. I think you're always, it's a hopeful, like, you're still like, you still have hope for like another relationship and which is amazing. Absolutely. Here's my contradictory statement, I guess. Like I'm not looking for something actively, but my, my theory is if I ever find something that comes along, that is great. And I know that it's great. I should never just let it slip through my fingers. Which is a great way to look at it. Like you're not looking for something, but if something happens, like you're not going to turn it down. Of course. That's the best time when things happen is when you're not trying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also. Okay. So now I want to know, David, do you have a type? I don't. And my roommate's laughing because I'm all over the board. I'm all over the board. Here's what I will say now. Uh, and I feel real shitty saying this. Sorry. Can I cuss on this? Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, guys. Everybody's going to say what I'm you, about to sound we, real full of myself. I've lost a lot of weight. I've done some really great things for my body physically. And more recently, I hate this, but I also love it. Like, I get daddy a lot. Like, you know, people are like, oh, he's such a daddy. And yeah. At first I was like, the fuck out of here. I'm 30 years old almost. Like, I'm, ow. I'm. But then, like, the guys who are calling me daddy, I'm like, all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess physically, I mean, typically I'm attracted to, like, your traditional twink. Mm-hmm. Not so much, like, the white twink. But if they are, great, perfect. Can you define what a twink is? <clears throat> a twink is typically a white male, not always, but someone who's very like usually a little taller, very skinny, very lean, and you know looking for their daddy. So, <laughs> I love. Enter me. <laughs> Come on with this new Inside body. Side of them. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> or not, you guys. Feel free to slide into his DMs. Oh god. Or we'll see what's gonna happen. <laughs> David, would your friends? Say you have a type? Um, I don't know. Looking at Paige. Yes. What is it? I is get it? tweak, but in a very different way. Like thin and like cute, but kind of like young. And like nerdy, like, right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they're typically younger. God, that feels really weird to say coming out of my mouth. I mean, as long as they're oh, they're a good age and they're I mean, of legal, age. Way above legal. Yes. He just mouthed something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> okay, oh God, David, do you remember your first crush? Um, yes. Uh, uh, so here's the thing with me. I identify now as a gay male. Uh, I'm still attracted to women. Um, and I dated women, and I actually lost my virginity to a woman, and then I had sex with women for some time. Um, my very first straight crush was probably in fifth grade, and I crushed on this girl hard set the scene where are we at oh man we're in middle school and so we're wearing like those uniforms it's a white top with 
blue bottoms and I typically wear shorts because it's just easier for me. I'm very, very large, very chubby. And her name is Chantelle Torres and she always had a high ponytail and these really thick, god-awful glasses where it was just like, you poor thing, you're in fifth grade and you are clearly as blind as an 80-year-old man. And she had these awful braces but everything about, and oh, and she had these scrawny, she was really fast. I remember in PE, she'd run. I'd be like, we were never talking to her now because you're at the, always the back of the line walking. Or maybe she's running fast to catch up to you in the back. That Hey, <laughs> that, I wish I had that mentality. <laughs> and um, I just had a huge crush on her forever. And I remember by the time we got to sixth grade the following year, my best friend had asked her out. And I felt very betrayed and very hurt. Um Fast forward to high school. I had moved to another town. Not because of this. I should have, though. I felt like it. <laughs> I had moved to another town. My parents got divorced. They did it. <laughs> exactly. And I remember sitting in my AP U.S. history class, and it was the middle of the year, and this girl walked in, and I looked at her, and I was like, I know who this girl is. It was Chantel. She had moved to the city I moved into. was a brand-new student in the middle of the year, and there she was, and we actually started dating really for like two weeks and then um as high school relationships end that one did she just had a lot of stuff going on but there was for those two weeks i was like love is real also you got what you wanted you know it was great but awful but like great like you set your mind on something and the universe made it work for you absolutely 100 percent. do you remember your first guy crush yes oh man and i this is one I'm still hoping he'll like, I'll read an article somewhere. It's like, he came out. <laughs> um, so when I got into middle school, like seventh and eighth grade, that's when my body and my brain started being like, hey, you also like this. And I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I did. And I was very, <laughs> <laughs> I was very in the closet. I never talked to anyone about it, probably until my sophomore year of high school. And that was just one person. And other than that, no one else knew. But, um, it was in band. I was the first chair trumpet and he was the second chair clarinet and we went to jazz band together. So like our moms took turns carpooling. I remember like sitting in the backseat of this. So you were already in with the family. Oh my God. (laughs) Just sitting in the backseat of this minivan and being like, Oh, Frankie, please just touch my leg or something or like let your knee graze my knee. And I remember like our band camp was the Monterey jazz festival band camp. So like we were out like in, Monterey like the Redwoods and like we'd go out in our breaks and take a walk and I'd be like come on something happened please like nothing give me a glance nothing and we went to high school together and all that he was very straight and just all around like you're all American boy and I'm just there like watching from afar being like well at least you know how to pick him (laughs) so nice and everyone liked him (laughs) do we know what Frankie's doing now um I don't know. I know he went to school in Oregon. I didn't go to my first high school reunion, so I missed out on seeing him then. He's still very handsome. Frankie, still. if you ever decide you want to try something, oh, you want, man. or you were in love with David at the same time, feel free to hit him up. We'll give you his Instagram at the end. Um, did you have any like other crushes like in high school or like young adult that uh, like stick out to you? Um, yeah, I did actually. So when I got into college, my very first year in college, Mm -hmm. still very much in the closet. 
and I think you know this about me. I like even went on a mission trip to try and be like, let's get this gayness out of me. It didn't work. Um, so I got to college for that first year. I was still like very much in the closet. And then my second year in college, um, I was a tour guide and I befriended this guy who was like the tour guide coordinator. Mm-hmm. And he was, he goes back to my type of like, tri- like a twink. Right. Yeah. And he was just had this thing about him where it wasn't like, Oh, that guy's definitely gay. Oh, that guy's definitely straight. You were just like, he's just a person. Right. And it's so vague as to what he could be. Mm-hmm. But then we started hanging he was out. Interesting. Exactly. He was, I was very intrigued by him. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, just really, I was like, oh, I want to hold this guy's hand kind of thing. And I remember he would start hanging out in smaller groups with me and my friends. And then he would be coming over to my apartment with these smaller groups and friends. And I just thought he was so great. And then I remember my birthday had come up and he had called me. Some people still talked on the phone, everyone. Um, That sounds gross. He called (laughs) me and was like, hey, I was hoping I could stop by your house. I I actually have a gift for you. I was like, absolutely. And he was really trying to get me into Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones had just come out and he was really, really trying hard to get me into this show. And so he bought me the first box set of Game of Thrones. He like came into my room and opened it. I was very excited. To be honest, I was not. I was like, ugh. I was like not interested in watching this show. Game of Thrones and chill. (laughs) And so I was just like, I was just happy that he had got me a gift. And then, so I walked into his Uh car and we kiss and it was the very first time I had kissed um <laughs> it's the very first time I, I had this. kissed a boy who I didn't meet like off of Craigslist you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah 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 and so there was something that like I remember feeling my body was really hot like fire and I remember feeling like uh this is the right thing this yeah. is what feels good and um eventually he and I started dating mm-hmm. we dated for the rest of that college year and then for my first year that I moved out here um, in LA and then I got really in my head and I ended up breaking up with him because I just thought he was kind of stuck in that city and he was only coming to LA to he had a music thing that he was really into but then he told me like I'm really only also coming up here for you so I felt weird and I like put stuff on him. You felt that, responsible. Exactly, which wasn't the case. And uh, I eventually was just like, nah, it's not going to work. And I remember bawling my eyes out because it had hurt so bad. And yeah. I was like, wait, I'm the one who did it. Why do I feel this way? And then three months after it, like it really hit me. And I went to some real dark places. <gasps> and then um, that happened. He was my first boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that happened probably for the next three or four years where oh my god if he's listening this is gonna be so, so crazy um and he hated me like he really hated me and i don't i don't blame him but i remember like every like so often during a year like around the time we broke yeah. up i'd be like oh my heart hurts and, like go on instagram and see what he's doing and then <gasps> when i saw the new guy he was dating i was like damn like <laughs> good for you and it was like oh my god <laughs> There's a lot of things I love about this. One, it's another one that you speaking something into existence yeah. and the universe working out for you. Yeah. Like, and the second part is you went to like this whole missionary thing to like get the gay out. Yeah. And then you turn it turned into a whole relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> it's yeah. All the opposite stuff. I love that. Like, I don't like it. It was still a good relationship for you to have. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and to this day is probably one of my favorites um and we we reconnected and like became friends and he actually apologized to me and i was like i feel i should apologize and and he's in a really great place and he's still with that guy and i think they're <laughs> moving to like the bay and like gonna get married and i'm just so happy he got him. out of the city that he was stuck in <laughs> yeah you know i'm yeah. like you're welcome i manifested that for you no i'm just kidding i'm kidding um and on the note you guys let's take a break right here and we will come back with david my name is Atna jean lucille owner of soul food kitchen home of the world famous chicken loaf Shh, the recipe is a family secret unlike my sister's halitosis we are open seven days a week 9 a.m to 9 p.m just like my sister's legs we are located at 2173 slosson avenue right next to the liquor bank i love coming to soul food kitchen they got the best chitlin loaf in the world oh you did real good donnell my name again is adna jean lucille owner of soul food kitchen shh the recipe is a family secret just like the son my sister gave up for adoption. Won't you come on down? <laughs> and we're back. If you guys aren't in love with David already, I don't know what to tell you, but keep listening because it's gonna get worse. Your love is gonna your crush is gonna get harder on him. You're gonna slide into his DMs. He will or won't, you know, deny those. Uh but David. Yes. We've talked about your uh, how you crush. We've mm-hmm. talked about your first crushes. Absolutely. Now I wanna know. Do you have uh, growing up? Did you have any celebrity crushes? I did for a very long time, and it was Mandy Moore. I yes. was in love with Mandy Moore. Yes, everything Mandy Moore I loved and I wanted, and it that was like the very straight version of me. It wasn't like I was I had a crush on Britney Spears, and it was like, oh, we know where this is going. <laughs> it was like I loved Mandy Moore, you know, because she was just oh, look at her. She he pulled her up on screen. She's so beautiful she's just i looked at her and i thought like innocent and like kind and caring and like the girl that i want to bring home for my mom to meet you know that my mom would be proud of meeting um uh, also quick and she tip. has that song crush on you yeah uh i still listen to mandy Moore, candy and crush on you when i have a deep crush <gasps> yes. on somebody it makes me so happy so giddy i'm missing you like candy <laughs> uh, and crush on you so is great. such a good song Oh, and then when she got married, is she still with that her first husband? Producer Bernie, can you look that up for us real quick? I don't know. I remember feeling so devastated. What um did you like about Mandy when you were first growing up? Um, yeah, it was just like she I just thought she was so like naturally pretty. Mm-hmm. Like she was one of the girls that I looked at and she was a pop star, but I was like, Oh, she's not wearing all this makeup or like having to do extra things. She's just very simple. My, my, t- my taste in women, uh, Paige can confirm this is very simple. Like I just love very pretty, simple girls that like, are just, Mandy's also like very all American, you know, Yes. like your neighbor on a TV show Absolutely. that you have a crush on. Absolutely. So not only were you seeing Mandy do her singing stuff, but like every TV show you would see a Mandy type. Absolutely. So just reaffirming that this is what I should like. This is what everybody else likes. And yeah, who are your male celebrity crushes? Um, growing up, uh, I think as a kid, like I had those moments of like, oh yeah, like I remember. Um, who's the boy? Who's the love interest in the first Xenon movie? Oh, R- I, keep in mind, guys, I, I'm a child. Also, I wasn't like an adult looking no, at this. And it's also right now we're talking about um, uh childhood crushes. So like you go back into that childhood, like that 
mind that you were in when you were a child. Yeah. So you're still, and you guys were around the same age. Producer Brandon is right now is looking up the he actors had that, on like, Xenon. It wasn't a bowl cut, but it was like a very 90s haircut. Like the JTT kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, where is he? Uh, look up. Uh, he's he's been in a he was in a lot of like nineties. <gasps> that kid right there, that's him, Gregory Smith. Gregory Smith. Oh my god, he looks like every oh, he was person small on TikTok. Soldiers. I forgot. Yeah, he was that, and that's another movie. When I saw him, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> also, a very all American boy. Yeah, very boy next door. Oh, man, he's so cute still. <laughs> Do you have any celebrity <sighs> crushes now? Yes, um, I really like. I had to pull up his name. Um, Pen Badgley. Pen Badgley. Yeah, d- d- the d- guy d- from you. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me tell you, Just, that man. Yes, is please. Fucking everything. That beard, oh, like God. his piercing eyes. Yeah. Like. Ah, uh, right <gasps> there, the sweater picture. Jesus. Yeah, and it's titled Six Times He's has Slammed You." Which is true. I feel slammed after looking at that. Like, <sighs> like I didn't watch him during Gossip Girl. I just knew he was Me handsome either. in Gossip Girl. But on you, like, he's so handsome. And in real life, he's hella woke. Like, he's God. very smart. I feel that. I feel woke looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of parts of me are awake watching oh, him. <laughs> I get it. He's very bad yes. in that in you, but also but bad in all the right ways. He just cares. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Aries in the show. He must be like, thank you for killing all my toxic friends. Oh, God. Like we all need that friend. He's always like, you know, that someone's always watching over you. Yeah. It's, it's a man that's going to take care of you. Oh, Joe, Joe Goldberg. Yes. Um, also, this is probably a bad one, but maybe everyone's I, Rami Malek. Like, yeah. You cannot not love that man, which makes me feel full of myself. Cause when I had a mustache for a while, people were like, Oh, you look like Rami Malek. <laughs> I love Rami. Like, hey. uh, he's so handsome. And ugh. so like, basically you're saying you would date yourself. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Would you date yourself? I mean, I don't know. I think I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> We're adding that question, producer Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Rami's everything. Also, we were talking earlier, Nick Jonas. Yeah, Nick Jonas. Just daddy, like (sighs) he he is really great. I was up all last night catching up on The Voice because now he's on The Voice. He's a host now. Yeah, he's a judge on the to watch. He's a judge. Judge, that's what I meant. And I'm just like, I would give you. Come on. I would wake up every morning and every night to give you your insulin. Is he diabetic? Yeah, he has diabetes. Uh, <laughs> Why are you Paige laughing? Paige is laughing all... at the fact that Nick Jonas is diabetic. No. You were. Wow, Paige. We heard you. No, 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 well, no, no, then Nick Jonas and I could never be. I'd be too sweet for him. Not cool. He's so handsome. So oh nice. God. His voice is amazing. I love his relationship. He plays the drums. He looks he... good with short hair and long curly hair. Come on. And really, really short hair. Ugh. Hey, Jonas is just... Uh, he's... Damn. 
Producer Brad is just bringing up pictures of Nick Jonas, and we're not even able yeah, to speak anymore. We were so wholesome, and now you're pulling up a picture of him. Producer, Brad, we're gonna his clothes we're off. gonna stop with this right now. <laughs> oh man. Okay, we're we're done talking about Nick Jonas, but David. Yes. I have a question for you. Sure. Are you crushing on anybody right now? Um. Yes, I am. First, okay. So tell me about this. Uh, How did you meet this person? Okay, so I actually met this person probably, uh, we're in 2019. I'm going to take a guess and say it was probably four years ago. What? Yeah, that's not how long I've known this person. Four or five years ago, um, I went to uh, a friend's wedding, and he was a mutual friend. But we were from very different groups. And um, I went to this wedding by myself. And I remember dancing and I remember seeing him dance and he just had this really great energy about him and he was very cute. He's still very cute. And I was just like, I want to know that person. Mm -hmm. And, um, funny enough, the only time that we were both alone together, I'd went to use the restroom and he had walked in right behind, not right behind me, but he had also walked into the restroom. Very Joe Goldberg. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> also very just like, <laughs> grinder, meet me in the bathroom. <laughs> but like, so we were both in there. And in my head, I was like, this is awkward. Don't talk to this person in the restroom. And I remember we were both washing our hands and then I just walked out and thought, yeah, oh, you'll have another opportunity. Also and, a good thing both of you guys washed your hands. Yeah, we did. I was like, um... I'll just see him later. Yeah. And then I never did at that wedding. And I remember messaging my friend who got married and I was like, Hey, you had a friend at this wedding who I thought was really cute. You know, do you have any information about him for me? And she's like, Oh my God, you guys would be perfect. But it was still that around that time where like, if you had a gay friend and one more gay friend, you were mm-hmm. like, these two have to oh, be yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, um, so we started communicating via text and like Instagram and he really loves Instagram. So it was a little intimidating cause I was like, damn, you have like a lot of followers and like I don't. So, um, we were talking a lot and it was a lot of tag and a lot of talk about hanging out, but never really actually doing it. And there, I think there's a, I think there's like a five and a year, five and a half year age difference with us, which isn't bad, especially now. But remember back then I was thinking like, ah, nah, Nah. Um, because in high school, if you're a senior, they're eighth grader. Totally, which they love, but you're like, nah, I, I like my freedom and not being in jail. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> and it just, nothing ever happened. And then when we finally got like brave enough to like try and do something, mm-hmm. either I was in a relationship and then I wasn't. And then now he was in a relationship and this happened for like years but like we never lost touch. We'd always like be like, "Hey, what's up?" Oh, okay. And then I love this so much. Um, I got into a a pretty serious relationship. Um, recently, and um, he had just got out of one, not too recently, but recently enough, and. I remember he was coming up to LA to go to a party and he was like, um, we should hang out. And I was like, okay, he, we knew, I yeah. knew and I knew that I had a 
uh, serious boyfriend. And um, we ended up hanging out. And it was the first time we had hung out alone together. And um, the suspense is killing me. I just remember I feeling really hot and being like, oh, my God. All I want to do is touch you and kiss you. Um, And he didn't really give those vibes. He's very the opposite of what I am, which is like, hey, I like you. Let me paint a sign and send off some fireworks so you know. He's not that way where it's like it's almost like I think you might hate me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, the relationship that I was currently in ended up not working out within a couple months very shortly after that. And, you know, out of rebound, I reached out to him again. I was like, hey, I had a really good time. We hung out. We had ended up going to lunch. And uh, he's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, um. I'm single now. We should hang out. What are you going to say? Ah! No, just screaming in the mic. <laughs> so then we did. And we kissed. And I've never felt that way about kissing anyone ever. Like that kiss was. And the best part was, is when we had, you know, separated, when our lips had separated, he just went. <sighs> And I went, oh, good. You too. (laughs) (laughs) And we hung out for a while. And he was living in Orange County at the time. And I was in L.A. But like I said, uh, coming in hot, I always drove. I didn't really care. Like, I was like, yeah, I'll go see you. For people who don't know, that is a trek, especially with traffic. Uh, Absolutely. And we would do like a halfway thing. So it would be like Long Beach. But still, it was always like I was going over there. And then um, we were like, you know, kissing and making out. And he was still, he his living situation didn't allow me to like go over for any adult activities, which was fine. And um, I came in way too hot though, you guys. And he got really scared about it and was like, you also just broke up with somebody and um, I'm not on that level. And he was like, I think we should really just, be friends and at that point we had been hanging out for a lot and i also remember i was wearing this jacket that he really liked and he was like oh can i please borrow your jacket um i want to wear it to something that i'm going to this is before he gave me the friend card right and i was like yeah of course so then he gives me the friend card and at that point he has my jacket and of course you know, give my fucking jacket. Exactly. You, you Aries will go from one from one. You, you're the nicest person. And then like you mess with me and I'm like, okay, well I would like my jacket back this second. And then it became, and this you aren't thing. that cute. <laughs> no, he was still really cute. Um, but then it, I felt bad cause I did react in a way that was like, Oh man, just as hot as you came in, you're leaving out just as hot, you know? And, and I, I was a little, I wasn't aggressive about it, but I was very like put off about it because to me, I was like, no, nah, I really did like you and it wasn't a rebound thing. And anyway, I ended up getting my jacket. And I remember when I went to go pick it up from him, he seemed very sad and was like, why do I feel like this is the last time I'm going to see you? And I said, I don't think it will be, but I definitely do need to have some space from you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, but I definitely need this jacket right now. <laughs> yeah, I should have said that. Dang it. 
Anyway, um, I did what any sane person would do and blocked them on all social media. You needed space. You needed space. <laughs> um, and I didn't talk or think about him for the next eight months. Wait, what? Yeah. So eight months passed by. And as all sane adults do when they're lying in bed alone, they think about people who you know, had an impact on their life somehow or made them feel really good. Producer Brandon and I were part of that. Sure. (laughs) God damn it. My thoughts with you two ended at a certain point, though. Um, Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, we appreciate that. (laughs) No problem. Um, For those of you listening, I'll let you imagine what I'm talking about. Um, Oh, they know. This is a crushing podcast. It's always about sex. (laughs) And so I... um, Ended up sending him a text. I think I forget what I, I, in my head, I justified the timing of it. it was like, this is the perfect time to send this text because it's I don't know, it was like Arbor Day or something. <laughs> and, um, so he didn't respond to the first text, and I was like, fair. And then for some weird reason, I think I text him again the next week, like the loser that I am. And he ended up responding and saying, Oh my gosh, this is so weird. I just moved to LA three months ago. I've been in LA. And I was like, oh no, he's close by. And I was like, okay, cool. Where in LA? And then he tells me and I'm like, oh, you're literally right down the street. You're a 15 minute drive. And then I was like, well. Also, I want to say that this is one of the most suspenseful crushes we've ever had and i'm like it honestly leaning in the table like, i guarantee it's not it's just because i tell stories in a way that make everything so dramatic and my roommate is laughing because i just it's one of my qualities it's really good it's it's good storytelling um you just teach so a class thank you <laughs> i've um, known you for how, how long yeah. <laughs> i'm still intrigued like i'm Perfect. like oh i haven't lost it <laughs> um anyway so i'm like oh we should hang out sometime and he was like yeah i'd like that how about tonight and i was like uh okay and gotta like, clean up everything yeah. real quick well no because like because here's the thing we were texting for a long time and um the word friend was thrown in again right where i was just like ah oh, okay great and it was a great moment for me because i was like great this is now a challenge for you to take someone who you had something with quote unquote had something with and make that person a friend because that's what that person wants and that's what i want too and so he's like, well, do you smoke weed? I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll bring some weed and we'll smoke. And we ended up sitting on my porch and we talked for forever. And Great just porch. Smoked. Love your porch. And um, yes. And so we're out there and we're talking blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, um, well, I've been smoking and it's late. Is it okay if I spend the night? And I was like, yeah. And at that point, like the conversation, what didn't feel romantic. It didn't feel like anything. And so I was like, yeah, that's fine. And so like. We went upstairs, you know, we got in bed with, you know, our clothes on. So I was like, great, this is, this is normal. This is normal. And we went to sleep and the next morning we woke up and we kind of just reflected on like, you know, that's sweet. Like after eight months, dang, crazy. Like you still can be friends, blah, blah, blah. And then I was staring at him and I was like, yeah. Uh, and you know, yeah, we could totally be friends. Yeah. We can totally be friends. Friends are fine. Friends is totally good. That's exactly what I want right now. Literally what was going on in my head. <laughs> and then I just looked at him and I was like, I got to be honest though. Like it took everything in me. And I, then I said, and even in this moment, not to kiss you, 
And then he goes, well, then I think you probably should do that. What? And so I kissed him. And just like the first time, it felt just like that. And just like the first time, he went, and I went, oh, good. You're still there, too. Then from there, things just went all over the place, like good, bad, you know. I mean, I'm not getting to know each other stuff. Yeah. I'm not in a place where I want to have a boyfriend. Absolutely. That's true. And I know he's not either. And, um, but you guys are having fun right now, getting to know each other, being friends. Totally. Totally. And we're still really getting to know each other. And I'm, there's a lot of things for whatever reason that we're deciding not to talk about out loud, which it makes me go, no, that's not good. No. And we're, we try to justify it by saying like, Oh, like, I just don't want to hurt your feelings or I don't want to. And it's just like, no, we should. As a friend, I feel like these conversations just need to be had. Absolutely. And like, no matter where they go, I think just because the longer that you wait to have these conversations, if you ever do, the more it's going to like the more built up animosity is there. It's like, why couldn't we have this earlier? Or like you can have the conversation and it be nothing. It's just like, why didn't we just have this conversation later on? Amen. Thank you so much. I just think um, communication is key. I just think, I think you guys will, even if it goes bad, you guys will have more respect for each other. Whether, like, even when you guys keep on going. Yeah. Oh, we had an agreement. Now we're figuring out how to deal with this. Yeah. It's just, we're friends right now. We're, might be more, we might be doing stuff, but, like, communication, no matter what, is good. Agreed. Agreed. So that, that's kind of the place where, we've actually been a lot more open with each other, hanging out a lot more, which is, is nice. Um... I was talking about this earlier, but I have <laughs> been inviting him to a lot more shows just because he's also very creative. And I also like to show off because <laughs> you're fucking talented and funny as fuck. And you. you're amazing. Um, and so that's worked out for my benefit. Like the shows he's come to, people have been like, oh, are you David's friend? And he'll be like, and he'll be, he'll very clearly be like, oh, I'm, I'm just David's friend. And I'm like, man, what a boner killer, which is fine, right? Because I don't want a boyfriend anyway, but I'm just like, there's such a better way to do this. The one, the, one of the very first shows we went to, one of the, a girl in my cast came up to us and she was like, so are you all together? And he was like, nope. And then he, and then he like tried to turn on her and was like, why are you saying that? Because we're two gay men. Oh no. And she goes, she oh, looked no. at him and she was like, no, I'm saying that because you two look very nice together and seem to be having a great time. And I thought you were here together. And I was like, get him the fuck together. (laughs) Uh, And then after that, like he just started coming to other shows and that same thing was happening. And then my favorite thing is he like will tag me in his Instagram stories. Yeah. You're getting tagged a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Which is cool. But then my favorite thing is he'll tell me, he'll be like, you know, people are coming into my DMs asking who that hot guy is and like, what's the deal? And I was like, oh, f-. and I'm like, you know, I try to be cool with in my head. I'm like exploding. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then recently he said this and I hope you're listening. Um, Hopefully you're listening. He goes, yeah, but I didn't tell him who you were because I don't like to share. And I was like, what? I think both of you guys are open for more than you guys are saying that you're open. And I think this is a lot of the conversation. I think it's fun right now. I think you guys are both happy with where you're at. I think not having labels, right? This is me projecting onto you. Thank you. I think that I just think you guys are having fun and there's things that aren't being said that both of you guys might want. 
that even if it's just a little bit more than what it is. Sure. Um, I'm gonna. I'm protecting you. Let's stop right there about that part. But I want to know what do you like about them? What do I like about this person? When you think of them, how do you feel, and what do you like about them? Well, I like that this person is always trying to work on themselves, and it it's not in a way where it's like you know how people aren't in things and be like, I'm just really trying to work on me right now, like where it kind of feels fabricated or not real. It feels, um, it feels, it feels real. It feels genuine. And he's the type of person and he's going to hate that I'm saying this because I'm about to word it wrong, but like, I'll try to clean it up. Has a hard time. Well, I'm not going to say it badly. I'm just going to say it incorrectly. It's not that they don't enjoy talking about their emotions or how they feel. They kind of have a hard time discerning what is emotion and what is like, you know, not emotion, I guess. Um, and so I really try to take advantage of those moments where he wants to talk about like what he's feeling mm-hmm. and not even about like how he's feeling about me just in general with like friends and life. And so um, I like that he is authentically trying to work on that kind of stuff. He identifies things that he wants changed. He identifies things that he wish he knew better about or like learning which is amazing yeah open to learn open to grow totally he's also a creative he's he's a really big supporter and not in a way that's like annoying if that makes sense like i I said he like he's a creative person and he's taken a step back from that stuff due to some reasons that you know he wants to work on exactly life and the fact that he can come out and support and come to shows and be authentically supportive and also be inspired at the same time is, is really cool to see. Um, and also that's you maybe giving somebody <clears throat> that you care about, uh, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. Sure. This can be, you know, like you, you we can all still do this. Absolutely. And being as a creative, being inspired by other creatives and being back in a creative community yeah. is very helpful. Very, it is. And, Knowing from like I've been in like you know weird dark places, but being in the creative community in our community for however long that we've both been in this, uh, knowing each other and being in this community, it does feel like a home. It does feel like this is now. I I might be sad when I'm somewhere else, but when I'm here, I'm like I'm back with a, it's a safe space. Absolutely, yeah. So that and and just the <sighs> the kissing, of course, is great. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'll leave it on that note, you guys. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with David. Uh- hey, sugar. I'm Edna Joan Lucille, owner of Food from the Soul Kitchen, home to the best pig feet casserole this side of the Mississippi. Here we take pride in what we do, just like my sister Edna takes pride in stealing people's husbands. Come on down and experience our excellent service and homely decor. Open seven days a week and always delicious. Now my sister ain't shit. And a little birdie told me that's what her chili loaf tastes like. We're located at 2174 Slauson Ave, down the street from the abandoned strip mall and across from Adna Sorry Excuse for a Restaurant. I love, love Edna Joan Lucille's Pig Feet Casserole, the best in town. Thanks, Clarence. 
So if you want some real soul food, come on down to Food from the Soul Kitchen because we take pride in serving you. Just like my sister takes pride in pissing in the bed at 62. Come on down now. And we're back, everybody. You guys, we got David here. I know you just heard about his crush, but if you're still crushing on David, this DMs are still open. Yeah, feel free. Like, also, just get to know him. Go follow him. He is so fucking funny. I'm a lot cooler. I've known on there. this dude for so long. Too long. <laughs> Truly. Long enough. <laughs> and on that note, David, you're doing amazing. Take that drink of water. It's okay. Um, yeah, you've survived most of it, and now all we need to do is talk about what is the best date you've ever been on? Um, The best date I've ever been on, it was a time when my ex and I were in a really good spot, mm-hmm. probably at like the peak of our being together and really feeling like we were in a like a good partnership. Yes. And he, his love language was very much gifts and, um, which was weird for me because I do not receive love with gifts. Same, I kind of yeah. just don't really like it, but I knew that was how he liked to express himself. So I was always very accepting to that. Um, so we, it was our anniversary and he had taken me out to this like Brazilian, like this nice Brazilian barbecue place. Not like bridesmaids were like, you know, we, shit in the street afterwards it was like good and yeah. like it was a buffet style kind of thing and um it was nice and i thought we were going home he had asked for the check and then he had said he's gonna go to the restroom he ran out on the check no uh, I was like, he, this is a fun date he um <laughs> he got up we got the check he got up he said i was gonna use the restroom and then he came back with um a, like a small bag and i was like oh my god i was like i didn't get him a gift you're an asshole and it was a really nice card he's really sweet and then i there was a a box inside and i was like oh no not ready and i opened the box and there it was a ticket to hamilton and i ah! was dying um because the tickets were super impossible to get and he's like we have to leave now and i was like these are for tonight and he was like yeah and i was like oh my god i'm gonna see hamilton i'm gonna see hamilton and um we went to the theater and i remember getting there and we walked in and i started walking up to get to the mezzanine Mm -hmm. he's like where are you going and i was like aren't we up here and he was like aren't we poor no and i was like (laughs) oh my God. I'm gonna suck so, you tonight. Oh my god. I was gonna do it in the theater during the intermission. I was gonna do it during all the songs I didn't like. Uh, just kidding. Um so then like I we walked in and we we're in the orchestra and we were literally we were probably like twelfth, thirteenth row from the stage, and I was like, fuck like who did what did he do to you? You were basically Peggy. We uh, seriously uh, uh, no joke tom hank's son who i'm forgetting his name Chet. colin oh from orange county w- was two rows ahead of us and i was like oh my god it's tom hank's son oh my god we made it <laughs> we made it and it was a great show and it was just a really great night yeah and not because of the gifts but like where we were at that point was really great um like he, he our relationship was really good and it was good yeah and um that was just such a good night and just a good, it was a great show. And then just, it's such a good night of reflection and 
And that was a thoughtful gift. It was very it was thoughtful. Ta- it wasn't just a gift to get a gift. It was, or to give a gift. It was a gift tailored to you and what you like and your interests. Absolutely. Because I was, I'm sure, annoying the hell out of him. I'd never asked to go see the show because in my head, it was just one of those things that was going to be not realistic. But like during car rides or like when we'd go see my parents who were in the Monterey Bay, there were very long car rides. And so I would listen to the soundtrack like two or three times during the car ride. I'm still mad that you weren't listening to my podcast, but we're cool. <laughs> Yeah, before then, long before then. Um, no, I don't think it was. <laughs> no, I'm um, definitely sure it wasn't. But yeah, so it was just, it was really great, really thoughtful. Best I, date, that was it. I love that. What, what was your favorite thing that you ate at the Brazilian restaurant? I got to be honest, after I opened the Hamilton box, nothing else mattered or I remembered anything. Well, yeah, fair, fair. The only thing I remember eating there was like those mashed potatoes that were probably good. And like this, the, oh, oh, it was one of those places where like they brought the huge beef on the knife and they were like, would you like some pork sausage? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> yes, and, daddy. You know, and so like they would, I, I would, it, sometimes it'd be really weird things. Like, no, I don't want that. But like, would you want some ostrich neck? And I'm like, oh, sounds chewy. I'll have like a slice. Uh, so stuff like that. But yeah. I like my idea of doing it is just like for the base week. Okay. Uh, no, just a little, a little less. Yeah. No, a little bit more. Uh, more than more. that. More, less, <laughs> too much. <laughs> okay, um, but date. What is your worst date? Um, my worst date, I think, was recently, and I'm glad Paige is here because I called her on that date. Um, also, it was with Paige. <laughs> oh God. Uh, my worst date was earlier last year. Yes. Um, I had gone out to WeHo, which I typically, I don't really like doing anymore now that I'm, I'm not old, but I'm a little older. It's just like not in my. You're a daddy now? Yeah. Daddy needs to be home. Um, (laughs) No, but like, I, I don't really like doing it, but I remember it was, I think the first time since I had been out of this serious relationship, I'd gone to WeHo and it was after work. So I didn't feel super confident. I felt like I probably smelled like grease. I probably showered, maybe did my hair. And then I was out with friends and we were getting in line at Rocco's which was new when it just opened and, and this is in West Hollywood for you know our international listeners um yes, and international listeners um I got in line and this guy made eye contact with me as I do and stared at him stared at me and as the line moved we just never stopped locking eyes and he was like taking a sip of his drink and being like very Joe Goldberg and man he was yeah he was hot I was like this this MF cannot be looking at me and then I looked at my friend Taylor and I'm like, Taylor, that guy is checking me out, right? And she's like, oh, yes, 100%. He has his dick in his head. <laughs> Literally. So we go inside. We don't lose eye contact. He sees me, right? Yeah. And then we did lose eye contact. I ended up going to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom. You and these goddamn oh bathrooms. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. Not yeah. only and bathrooms. these guys are both Aquariuses. And you so. calling things into existence because you even called, like, your crush now. You spoke that into existence, too. Like, all of your other. <sighs> I'm so powerful. Why isn't this working with my career? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, when I walk out, I'm going to get called in. Tomorrow, I'm actually. Nah, that's irrelevant. So, uh, you're in the bathroom. Uh-huh. He goes to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom. And, again, I'm like, you're in the restroom. Don't. Oh, no. I had come out of the restroom. He was going in. And I was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, hi. And I was like, we were definitely staring at each other, right, in the line? He was like, yeah, I think so. And I introduced myself. I was like, I'm David. He was like, oh, I'm the Maximus. And I was like, oh, great. And then we, like, chatted. And I was like, well, I'll be in here for a little bit. See you. He's like, yeah, hopefully see you around. And then he left. And I shit you not, because my life is a movie. 
I started walking out and a woman I'd never met before stops me, pushes my shoulder and goes, hey, hang on a second. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She's like, I also saw you two staring at each other the entire time you were in line waiting to get in here. And she's like, and if that's all you're going to say to this guy, what a pity. She's like, I think you should wait till he comes back out and give him your number because there's definitely something there. And I was like, who are you? Who is this guardian angel? I don't know. So I Wait, did. So you I met to Cupid? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And so I did. I waited. And then we ended up going back to our groups together and danced and oh. made out. And then afterwards, he was like, I don't want you to go home yet. Like, let's go to my friend's house. His friends threw like a little thing together. We all went over. We hung out. We drank a bunch. This guy is like, just so hot. Yes. And I was like, yes, please. And then um, we went to his friends, did all that. And then he's like, I still don't want you to go home. I want you to come home with me. And he goes, but no funny business. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, but you're like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> yeah. So sucks for you. <laughs> we, went, we went back to his place and there was, you know, this internal of like, okay, no funny business. Right. And I, if someone tells me like no funny yeah. business, then I'm like, great. No funny business. But man, all the things going around this no funny business was just behavior that really calls for some funny business. Yeah. And so so funny business ensued and it was fantastic. And he was fine with it, obviously. And he was down to clown. But then he was like, I don't want you to think I'm this type of guy. I'd really like to see you again. I was like, fine, then let's go on a date. So we go on a date, right? Different scenario. I took him to his, I took him to this really great place that ended up being his favorite restaurant. He's like, I really like this place. How'd you know? And I was like, that just, it was a wild guess. Honestly, I picked up the check. Cause at the time I was making a little bit better money than I was now. Still way too expensive. God, I remember getting really drunk. He was late and not on purpose and he hated himself for that. So I, I got a drink before. So I was already a little tipsy. I didn't eat all my dinner. I was being very like conscientious of like, don't eat all your food. Like, you know, don't do it. I let wish him know, I let him know you're dainty. Exactly. <laughs> Although I think he was the daintier one of us too. So, um, didn't finish dinner. I had about three drinks in. went to two more bars, had a drink at each of those bars. And he was, he was like, you paid for dinner. Like I'm going to get the drinks from here on out. And I was like, great. He knew people at bars as well. We probably were, oh man, I literally probably had 13 cocktails that night. Whoa! Not, I know I, it, ugh. We go back to Rocco's and he makes a joke like, hey, full circle again. And we're at Rocco's and we are dancing, but he's doing this the whole time. He's looking behind me the whole time we're dancing, right? And I'm like, oh, you're drunk. Don't overreact, right? So he's like looking behind himself, looking behind himself, looking behind himself. Behind me, I mean. He's like looking through Mm -hmm. me or like very actively looking behind me. And I am now getting real mad. As you should. Because I'm like, dude, if there's someone else here, just go get them. Or are you looking for some other person right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I don't know what's happening. Funny enough, a dude came up to me who I was crushing on also like the week or two before, (gasps) which was great because I was like, cool, confidence, confidence, confidence. (laughs) I'm Um, on it too. (laughs) And um, I don't know what happened, but we ended up. Here's what happened. I forget the words we exchanged, but it was to this effect of me going, hey, you seem really uninterested, which is fine. 
That's just me drunk. And her being like, <laughs> I hope whatever you're looking for, you find it. And I walked out. Oh, bam. Walked out of Rocco's. And he followed me to the door, had a drink in his hand, so I didn't walk out. And he's now yelling my name, calling me. He's like, David, David, what are you doing? I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. So I start, I'm now bawling, right? I'm crying because I'm 13 cocktails in, so sad, so defeated. I walk through a rose bush. I s- scratch my legs. I collapse on these like staircases and I do, what's the best thing to do for me right now? Let me call my roommate Paige. <laughs> it was very late. It was like 1.30, probably close to 2. I'm now sprawled out on these stairs in West Hollywood. And no. I'm like, I'm like, please answer, Paige. Please, please answer. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, Paige, I walked out. And she's like, oh, bud. Oh, I'm so, bud, where are you? I'm in West Hollywood and I'm by myself <laughs> on stairs and I scratched my legs. But here's what I need you to do. I need you to, I need you to, my phone is dying. Okay, but quickly, look, you can call me back. Just hang up the phone and call yourself an Uber to get home. All right, let's get you home. Okay, okay. So I drunkenly call myself an Uber, get in the Uber, cry all the way home, get home to Paige, give her a quick hug, and I'm like, I'm just going to go upstairs and cry, and I cried myself to sleep. Woke up to like 32 missed calls from him. He didn't want to talk to me anymore. Understandable. Um, But also, the movie aspect of this from where you guys met and then Cupid came in and like told you guys to do like... told you to give them their number and then how dramatic it ended uh that is uh, insane it wasn't cupid it was satan himself <laughs> that's what it was okay let's uh shake off that bad date david yes. if i gave you all the money in the world for one date and i'm not gonna include travel time uh and it's a 24 hour date what would you do with the money also you cannot use it to pay off student loans or give it to charity. Okay, so this isn't a dream date. This is just a regular date. <laughs> uh, With all the money in the world. And the let's say you're taking world. out your crush right now. Oh, man. Or you can take out whoever. You can take out Penn Badgley. Oh, God. Um, okay. Um, I would probably do a lot of very outdoorsy things. Like national park stuff. Um, hot spring stuff, hiking stuff. Are we going to multiple ones? Yes, I think so. If, if I could do that all in a day. So if I have all the money, I'm probably using a private jet. Okay. Um, doing that sorts of stuff. Uh, oh, probably some scuba diving stuff, going underwater. I, 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 I was never really an active person, but I do like being outside now. It's kind of a big thing. And this person also really enjoys uh, being outside and outdoors. So... I'd really just want to take advantage of that and then probably like really good Asian food of some sort. Like, I don't know, like maybe we're like eating fresh sushi. Oh, he hates sushi, but like on the coast, uh, like after scuba diving or something like that, um, or some ramen. I would have like a professional chef come and do. Oh, hell yeah. Like the works, like this guy is coming down, you know, it's probably hot, probably shirtless and it doesn't matter. And, um, maybe open, maybe down to clown. (laughs) Maybe. You know, um, 
doing that kind of stuff probably in a really nice California King extra ginormous bed to go to sleep in and where are we sleeping at? Are we sleeping outside? Are we staying outside? Ooh, Is it a tent? Like, I think you have like, all the money yeah, in the world right I now. I think there's a nice breeze. Yeah, we are definitely outside. This bed is on the beach, so we fall asleep to the ocean. The breeze is going back and forth. There's no, there are no fucking bugs. No one is getting sucked in that way, if you know what I mean. Um, so that is happening, and ah, this sounds. I know it sounds really boring. No, it's it, not. This is your that's dream what day. I want. I just want to be outside with someone I really like and do a lot of things and fun activities and then even more fun activities outside in the bad um yeah i think that's what it I is i love this day. all right i love this Too much all right let's think about yeah. this real quick we'll take a quick little break and now a word from our sponsor <laughs> producer brenda brand you crazy you know we ain't got no sponsors back to the episode and we're back everybody oh this has been a great episode David's storytelling mixed with David's life. Ah! I love it. Well, okay. David, you survived the hard part. Uh, now, all we're going to do is just play some games. Uh-oh. Okay? Okay. Right, you know, like when you're first talking to somebody and you want to get to know them as fast as you can? Oh, like so speed you, dating? Yeah. You try to do like the like 21 questions or like just ask as many questions sure. back and forth as you can. Absolutely. That's what we're about to do right now with you. So the audience can get to know you and love you more than you do right now. If your oh question's listening, okay. maybe these are questions that they don't know yet. So. Uh, okay. David. Yes. What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, no. Uh, my biggest pet peeve is. Uh, what is it? I don't, I don't, uh, what don't I really like? When someone does something, what annoys you the most? I don't like people who complain. Ooh. David, what is your love language? Acts of service, words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, or quality time? It's, it's a mix of quality time and words of affirmation. Like, I need you to give me words of affirmation during our quality time, and I'm done. David, you're doing so good. Thank you. You're doing so good. Uh, <gasps> I get it. <laughs> David, what's your favorite food? My favorite food is, I think it's ramen. I really love a good bowl of ramen. Oh, yeah. We need to go out. Uh, I'll take them. We'll, oh, we'll and take sorry. Them. I'm saying ramen, not ramen. <laughs> but I mean, either or. <laughs> uh, David, would you rather? Would you rather have to read the terms and conditions for anything that you open? Oh, God. Or ask your parents for permission every time you want to have sex. Oh. And you have to listen to them if they say no. Oh, then the terms and conditions. <laughs> what was your favorite subject in high school? Ooh, it was history, U.S. history. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Any or outie? Uh, your belly button. Any, any. Can you, <laughs> can you curl your tongue? Yes. Can you uh, roll your tongue? Yes. Are you ticklish? No. Do you like to be tickled or try to be tickled? Um, it's fun, I guess. Do you want kids? Oh, that's a hard one. It changes all the time. Okay, if okay, so when you did want or when you do, how many do you want? Uh, one and a half. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. <sighs> that's the wrong answer. That's absolutely not true. Would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Absolutely. My poor roommate Paige wouldn't, but I'd want her to so bad. What would you do? What's the first thing that you were going to do? What do you mean? Like during zombie apocalypse, find Paige and protect her. Oh, that's you're gonna die. You know what she told? <laughs> she told me she's like, just let me die. She's like, I'll be fine. I uh, say go with that. You don't want that weak link. I need her. What's your favorite smell? Uh oh, fresh laundry. What's your favorite? Oh no. Uh, 
like woody smells like candle like sandalwood uh would you rather never lose your phone or never lose your keys again also eucalyptus mint is a good smell (laughs) (laughs) sorry i I love smells um i lose my keys would you rather find true love or a suitcase with five million dollars oh five million (laughs) dollars Uh, have you ever been to the hospital? Yes. For Pen- what? Appendicitis. Oh, so I bad. I have a terrible scar. Do you want to see? Yeah. Great. But show me after. We don't have time. Oh. What makes you nervous? Everything. Everything makes me nervous. Not knowing makes me nervous, which I know is bleh. Have there ever been rumors about you? Always. There always are. Those little bitches talk. They're probably true. <laughs> do you care if your partner sees you use the restroom? I don't, but they usually do. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I watch my roommate Paige use the restroom, so. Uh, what's the, what is the what is the silliest fear that you have? Um, the silliest fear I have is that, uh, I don't know. I have a fear that I'm going to die by myself and no one's going to be around. Mm-hmm. David. I know. Dark. Uh, what is the craziest college story that you can tell on a podcast? Well, this podcast, this seems like it has no boundaries, so any. <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't want you to, like, you know... I don't want you to like get your shit, get yourself in trouble. <laughs> college, uh, I, uh, oh my god, I in college, ugh, I used to hook up a lot on the college golf course across from my campus community, <laughs> like pretty weekly. Is it easier to forgive or forget? Is it easier to forgive or forget? Uh, it's definitely easier to f- forgive. Okay, would okay. So, would you rather talk in the third person during sex? Or have to introduce yourself as daddy's big boy to everybody you meet. Oh, man. Those are hard. I would like to do both. Probably the third person. <laughs> and what is your favorite celebrity couple? Um, my favorite celebrity couple. Uh, or, or television couple. or Television couple. Oh, Cam and Mitchell from Modern Family. Love it. Love that. Okay. You survived that part, David. So now what I have is a little fortune teller or people call it a cootie catcher. I've been pretty good without with not asking you nasty questions. Well, have I? I don't know. I don't know about this episode. No, you're right. (laughs) No, it's just my answers have been nasty. Um, But I'm going to ask you a naughty question from here or multiple. David, choose one. Mouth, cheeks, face or thighs. Uh, No context. Mouth. Oh. All right. What excites you? Rough? Sex, like sexual text messages, music, or DMs, excites you. Whatever that means to you. DMs. I slide in them. Uh, what scares you? Text, slow, money, or candles. Whatever those mean to you. Scares me? Yeah. Text. All right, top or bottom? There's two questions. <laughs> the look on David's face right now. Uh, top or bottom or both? Um... Top. Do you like being naked? I love being naked. I'm always naked. You survived. Pitch. Like, or do you want the bottom one too? Sure, why not? What is it? Have you ever had a threesome? Yes. Why you look so disappointed? <laughs> oh, I'm just nervous. I was nervous. I'm always naked. You're good. You survived, Yay. David. So what I'm gonna do right now is I've been writing down your answers from don't look at it yet. Okay. From the podcast that we uh, think that we've talked about. All I need from you is what is your dream mode of transportation? Um, dream mode of transportation. Yeah. Um, uh, d- d- uh, ugh, a Tesla, I guess. Producer Brandon, can I get a mode of transportation for? A motorcycle. 
And you guys, Ken stepped into the studio real quick. Ken, can I get a mode of transportation for David? Make it a not a, a nice one. Not a nice one? Yeah. Um, Rude. Skates. Oh, that's a bruised tailbone. <laughs> and David, what is another dream mode of transportation? Dream mode of transportation, uh, a jetpack. Nice. Now, now while I, I get oh, creative. Jetpack. Now, David, I need you to tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay. Producer Brandon, or Paige, or Ken, while I am telling up David Scores, do you guys have any questions for him? What song is on your I, your your music player? Like, if you were to start playing a song right now, what would it be? It would probably be Mean It by Love. Mm. What's your go-to breakup song when you break up? Oh, my God. Um, I think it's, it's called You'll Be Okay by Great Big World. Mm. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. What's something you like to do to show someone you care about them? To show someone I care about them, I typically like to do the small, like smaller things, like mm -hmm. fold someone's laundry or um, like tuck them in in bed, which just sounds kind of creepy, but it's <laughs> what I like to do. They're like the smaller things that mean something. Or like if I know someone hasn't eaten all day, I like bring them what they really like to eat, stuff like that. Do you go in for the kids, or do you rather be the one waiting for them? You know, if it's someone that I know is probably not going to be a long-term thing or a one-time thing, I usually go in. But I'm always very nervous when I actually have feelings for that person. But then you got the... And we're back, David. I have the results of the rest of your life. I've played match with all your answers. Okay, so for the potential person, well, the definite person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with, uh -huh. I have... Chantel. All right, David, we are back. So I have the rest of your life in my hands. For the person that you're definitely going to spend the rest of your life with, I have Chantel, your current crush, your worst date, mm -hmm. and Penn Badgley. Ugh. For the number of kids that you're going to have, I have two, zero, one, or just Kylo, which is great. Oh, I love Kylo. Kylo. Your, Kylo is David's amazing dog. I mean, to live forever. Uh, from other transportation, we have Tesla, motorcycle, skates, or jetpack. And everyone should know MASH means Mansion Apartment Shacker House. Who do you think you ended up with? Is it Penn? Okay. How many kids do you think you have? It's just Kylo. Uh, mode of transportation, Tesla, motorcycle, skates, or jetpack? Jetpack. And Mansion Apartment Shacker House. Uh, it's got to be that mansion. All right. David, you? Got two right. Fifty percent. Still a fail. <laughs> David. Thank you for grounding me. You and Kylo. <gasps> Yay. Are in Venice riding on your skates. Oh no. I'm about to grow my mustache back out. Going back to your mansion. Oh, thank God. To meet Chantel, your oh first crush. Oh my god, I'm going back to the girls. That worst uh, date really messed it up for everybody else. Oh, <laughs> David, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, you survived. Thank you. I've had so much fun with you. It's been a blast. You know I love you. You know producer Brandon loves you. Do. You're part of the family. Thank you. But David, uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram. My uh, David underscore Luna. No. 
Ah, I messed close. up. Close. <laughs> it I don't is go to his that Instagram at all. underscore David Luna. Um, I am there. I am typically at Second City sometimes. And uh, you can also go to his Instagram where he does promote all of the shows that he has coming that's up. True. David's fucking amazing. You guys will laugh. You will love. And just a great person all around everybody. You can follow us at Robert R A H H B U R T on all the things or the podcast at crushing it podcast on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world. David, I'm excited for the rest of your life with Chantel. All I need you to do is either to Chantel or your current crush, dedicate a song to them. <gasps> oh, oh, it's the song I just uh, talked about. It's called mean it by love. You so much. Everybody will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Ah! I got a crush on you. I got a crush on you.